This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Overcast, a better podcast app than whatever you're using right now. Unless it's Overcast. Get Overcast for free on the App Store. MBS plus a guest just BSing about a guest favorite thing MBSing everyone loves something so let's talk Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guest today is Yasmin Ramos, and she talks to me about her love of horror. While that does mostly encompass films, I suppose, we also get into horror on TV, in video games, and in the paranormal, which is maybe the most unsettling part of the whole thing. It was really fascinating for me to see just how far this kind of general approach to the conversation went in Yasmin's life. So I think you're going to enjoy this whole chat. If you'd like to see Yasmin perform, you can see her on Saturday nights at The Annoyance with Burlesque Is More and Sunday nights at The Annoyance with Matt Damon Improv of whom past guests of MBSing, Angela Oliver and Allison Reese, are also members. It's a really wonderful show where a group of women of color uh, force (laughs) one white person to come on and be their Matt Damon or their Lena Dunham, if it's a female-identifying performer. And that person can only repeat things that they've already heard in the show, forcing them to listen to the ensemble. It's a really wonderful concept. I've uh, gotten the pleasure and honor to be there. Lena Dunham before, and it was extremely difficult, but very, very fun. And uh, I would encourage anybody to go and check out that show. You can also come to The Annoyance on Thursday nights at 9.30 to see a show that I perform in called The Fish Bowl. It's hosted by my team, Sight Unseen. We close out the night, but to open it, we have performers of the likes of Yasmin and her teammates and a plethora of other people from around the Annoyance Theater who perform with improv students from the Annoyance and beyond. So if you're a student of improv, the show is especially of note to you because you may get an opportunity to play and play with some cool and seasoned Annoyance performers and teachers and directors. I think that's all I have Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you to the Chicago Podcast Co-op for allowing me to remain a member and coordinating my sponsorships week in and week out. If you like this show, please check out other shows in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. Well, my guest today is Yasmin Ramos, and we're going to be discussing her interest in horror, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to let her tell you what the origin of her interest in this is. Sure. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, so growing up, our family time was just watching scary movies. Yeah. Um, I think the earliest memory I have uh, is watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that movie? I'm familiar, but okay. I have not seen it. <laughs> so we watched it religiously. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, and it was just so freaky and, like, weird, and these clowns literally c- come off of a spaceship and then start killing people, but they put them in this, like, cotton candy, um, like, cocoon thing, and then right. drink them, like, drink their blood, like they're, I don't know, candy? Uh, that's <laughs> wild. Yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. and I think I've even seen images and stuff from it. How old were you? I don't even remember. Maybe, like, four. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. a straight-up child based yeah. on... <laughs> How it sounds like you're describing it. Yeah, and I just remember watching it and, like, looking over my shoulder constantly, like, oh, uh, is there a killer clown in my bedroom? (laughs) Right, that's what I was thinking. Like, wouldn't that terrify a child? Oh, yeah. But I think we got used to it pretty quickly. So there was that. There was the ice cream man um, with, uh, I don't know the name of the actor, but if you saw him, you would know him. He he, He's in Austin Powers when when they're looking at the, like, uh, 
the spaceship looked like shaped like a penis. And uh-huh. he goes, Johnson, that guy, that's the actor. Who I know exactly who you're talking about, name. and I'm not going to be able to pull out his name either. I, it's, I think yeah. he's kind of a character guy. Like, mm-hmm. it's you and, you know, he's yeah. not like an A-list. Yeah, he has uh, like a bald head. Yep, I know exactly um, who you're talking about. So that, and he's just literally killing people and putting them in the ice cream. So people, like, get in a scoop of ice cream, and then they eat, like, a an eyeball. They think it's candy. So, Oof. yeah, so we used to watch that. Um, Probably didn't eat ice cream for a while. Um, We still ate it. <laughs> we are crazy. Um, but it was, like, a whole family event. Uh-huh. Like, we would get pizza. Like, we would do all these things and, like, watch horror films. Um, What's your family dynamic? Um, Like, how many of you are there? Oh, uh, like so that? growing up, it was there were four of us. I'm the oldest. So sibling-wise, four of us. Um, wow. Yeah, and then we're all, like, two years apart. Uh, so it's me, my brother, two years, my other brother, two years, and then my sister. Um, and so, so you were you were the oldest mm-hmm. witnessing all this. So yeah. you kind of had to be like the tough guy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, we all screamed at the same parts and we're like under the same like Chicago Bears blanket, <laughs> like I love one of those that. like thick Mexican blankets. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it was fun. Uh, just. Everything scary. Tales from the Crypt was a thing that we watched with my grandma a lot. Do you remember I, that series? I do. I I have to confess, I'm such a <laughs> I'm like not a horror person. I'm such a little scaredy yeah. cat. So <laughs> I was the kid who like when Tales from the Crypt mm-hmm. came on, I would like scramble to find the remote because <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. Uh, I watched like I watched and read some like Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And I watched some uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? But Mm -hmm. I thought that the intro was, like, scarier than the show. (laughs) So I would usually change the channel away from that, too. (laughs) I've only just now as an adult started to try to watch more horror movies. Because I do really love film. Mm -hmm. So I try to watch the ones that people really talk about and like a lot. Yeah. And there's a ton of great films. A ton of them. Um, Like, my favorite is Insidious. Oh, yeah? I just like the score, mainly. Really? It's so, like eerie and like I love that like 1950 style music that make you feel like cringe inside and you don't know why <laughs> it just seems very like Ugh. I love that <laughs> yeah so I, lo- I love Insidious Shutter Island because I like lo- I love open-ended things okay so I also like psychological thrillers I think that came from like um just you know expanding my like or my taste in horror films uh from when I was a kid yeah like, that's loved- definitely an yeah. adultification of the mm-hmm. Of the genre, especially when you're talking about like yeah. killer clowns yeah. and the ice cream man, these really like absurd <laughs> versions of it. I do think that prestige horror is mm-hmm. really doing a lot for mm-hmm. the genre in terms of like uh, finding ways that horror can tackle a subject that like a, yeah. a different movie couldn't. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I don't know. We've just, it's weird because my whole family loved, like, my, everybody loves it. Like uh-huh. everyone just loves horror. Like not no, there's no one person who's like, yeah, no, it's not for me. Take it or leave it. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch screen all of the screams. We're gonna watch <laughs> Halloween, which we by the way we never called them what they were. Right? It was it wasn't Halloween one, two, three, or four or five. It was Michael Myers one, two, uh-huh. three, or five. <laughs> uh, it was never Child's Play. It was always Chucky. Chucky. <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, I didn't know that those were the same thing. Like, I didn't know that Chucky was from Child's Play Mm -hmm. because because he's so iconic. Mm -hmm. And I guess Michael Myers is probably the same way. Mm -hmm. And Jason, Uh, too. We just called it Jason. That's so funny. (laughs) Freddy. Yep. (laughs) So you watched all the franchises together, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I feel like the first Scream movie was like a moment, like a oh, yeah. zeitgeisty. Oh, yeah. Like everybody saw that. Yeah. I mean, I saw it and I didn't like or watch horror movies, especially as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the like a very, I don't know, like a very serial killer, like, but too close to home teenage, like, oh, oh, this is a thing. I mean, like they were all very like teenage focused, especially sure. like the zombie movies and stuff. Uh-huh. But uh, it just, I don't know. It was, uh, who was it? Drew Barrymore, the first scene when she gets gutted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> she oh laughed as she yeah. says it. Yeah. It's so, I know. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> so you don't dark. have to be sorry. I think that's funny. I yeah. think it's telling about the way that you uh, yeah. experience the movie, yeah. what you're getting I think in it, I think for. it's cool, too, though, because it, 
uh, Scream is very self-aware because in Scream 3 is when they did like the Stab movie series. Um, so they basically were like, oh, we made in Scream 3, they're like, we made a movie about what happened in your life, Nev Campbell's character. <laughs> oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was called Stab. Weird. Yeah. And that's so, bizarre. Yeah. So they they knew like the effect they had on that, uh-huh. which was cool to uh-huh. watch. And also kind of like freaky because people are like, uh, it was in their hometown. What was it called? Something Borough. Oh, my God. I can't remember. Anyway. Um but yeah, it uh, it was like in, in their hometown. They had a sp- special screening, and then people started dying. In that oh one. my god! <laughs> I, that's hilarious. I had no idea that, mm-hmm. that the, the franchise like folded in on mm-hmm. itself. It did. They released one of those relative. Wasn't there a relatively recent uh, scream input oh. to the scream series? Yeah, I think so. I didn't watch it though. I know okay. I didn't watch it. Maybe maybe like a couple years ago. That yeah. was going to be my next question was, mm-hmm. uh, so now when these movies come out, mm-hmm. you know, as they're they're making a new Halloween, mm-hmm. uh, I think Jamie Lee Curtis yep. is going to be in it. Yep. Is that something where when your family's together, mm-hmm. that's what you put on? Um, I think because we all kind of live in different areas, um, I when we go home, yes, like yeah, for the holidays, for sure. From. Yeah, for so sure. So instead of like you know, yeah, gathering around Christmas <laughs> vacation or whatever it is. Oh no, we're like, what's the scariest thing we can watch? <laughs> and you probably yeah. all, because you live in mm-hmm. different spots, are mm-hmm. bringing in like, oh man, I watched you know The Invitation or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah. Oh, The Conjuring too is like another. Scary I've heard movie that, that those are really mm-hmm. good. And yeah, we like. Based on a true story. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, There used to be a TV show too that was like, uh, that we loved watching that was called Fear, where they would um, uh, take these group of people to like a haunted, uh, like, warehouse or a haunted house, haunted hospital, wherever, um, and they would have to like spend the night there. Um, but they would blindfold them so they didn't know where they were. And so it was like a completely abandoned place that was haunted. Um, and it was, I think it was on, no, maybe it wasn't on MTV, but, um, yeah, it was like, I was thinking that it was yeah. one of those cable channels because yeah. I feel like I'm vaguely familiar with what you're talking about. But it was called fear and it was so fun to watch. That's, <laughs> I, that sounds like yeah. a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine willing willingly yeah. submitting myself. Well, I mean, we used to do that as a kid too, like uh, like uh, the scary stories, right? Um, telling each other like these, make, getting each other scared. Yeah. Um, like I remember, we used to live in this house on Stager that our landlord lived above us in like the small attic room, and so we always would make stories about like, oh, what goes on up there, you know? Um, and our stepdad, w- who was in on this, I, I was like in fourth grade at the time, maybe a little bit younger. Um, but we all sat around like a circle in the living room, and we're like. This is a scary story circle. Uh, <laughs> and so we just started talking, like coming up with our own stories. Uh-huh. Um, and so we were like going back and forth. And then my stepdad went and he was like, and I can smell her perfume right now. And we started freaking like out. screaming. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Did uh, either of your parents have to ever like um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of bail you out? Like, was there ever, can you remember a time when? You got too scared, like in that, mm-hmm. in that instance where like you went to bed and it just wasn't, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of those, I guess. Um, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to play video games a lot. And one of the video games being the horror family that we are uh, was Resident Evil. Sure. And so that was a zombie game, you know, um. And it had such a good storyline too. <laughs> like, I love Resident Evil. The films not are not like a good representation of what those games were because those games are very heavy on like uh, Claire Redfield and Chris Redfield are like brother and sister and he was away at he was in Resident Evil 1 she's Resident Evil 2 and she's oh. trying to look for him and it was like a very like those characters are in the films but they're uh-huh. not the same anyway I don't think there's <laughs> been very many if any yeah. successful yeah. video game adaptations to <laughs> yeah. film but the storylines were so good anyway um, so we would stay up all night playing those video games. And I remember I was uh, with my aunt who is like seven years older than I am. And so I was like 11. She was maybe like 16, 17, whatever. I can't do math. Um, <laughs> and so uh, 
uh, we were playing all night, and my grandma kept yelling at me, like, go to bed, go to bed, go to bed. And we scared ourselves so much that I couldn't sleep. Oh, my god! So gosh. she had to, like, lay me down next to her, and I, like, could not sleep at all. And I was, like, f- feeling sick and very scared. And oh she was like, it's god. because of those video games. That's and I was like, so no, it's not. I don't know what it is. I feel like something's wrong. And she's like, it's because of those video games. And then uh, I fell asleep, and she said that when, while I was sleeping, I imagine I was just having a dream. Right. But I was, while I was sleeping, I just, like, sat up. And she uh, was like, okay, I need to pray for you. <laughs> rebuke whatever demon is inside. <laughs> no more Resident Evil for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was so probably good. just dreaming. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But oh, my, grandma's, so funny. my grandma's really religious, too. So all that, like, dark evil stuff, even though she watches them. She watches all the film. She loves it. Um that's really But she's funny. very like she's she kind of puts like some of the evil stuff into our heads when we were kids, right? So like I remember uh we were at her house and my parents were arguing or something and um uh she was coming home from church so she was like in a mood <laughs> in that church mode. Uh sure. and it was like a late night revival she went to. And so uh we come home or she comes home and I'm like Uh, awake listening to them and she's like oh let's go outside and we stand outside and all of a sudden there's like an owl in the tree and we don't have owls where I'm from like they are non-existent like I have never seen an owl before that moment and neither have they and they lived there for like 40 plus years and so I'm like what is that and she was like that's an owl and you know what that means that's the devil inside of that owl and I was like oh my god so to this day I don't like owls yeah. <laughs> and I always tell that story and people are like okay Yasmin and they make fun of me but I'm, right. it's a real story it's so funny oh yeah man. And I remember being so terrified because she was like there's no way that that's not a demon or something trying to possess your mom. That's why they're arguing and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I'm like, my gosh. Well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is not as easy yeah. for me to separate from reality as yeah. all the movies that we watch. Exactly. Yeah, because exactly. it's my grandmother telling it to me, and I'm <laughs> looking at the owl, and I've never seen one. <laughs> I know. And you're probably, like, scared in general in a yep. situation like that. Exactly. I find myself uh, every once in a while, I like to go on this one subreddit. Mm -hmm. I don't use Reddit very often, uh, but this is one of the reasons I find myself on it. And there's a subreddit just called, aww. And (laughs) it's all just pictures of people's dogs and cats, like pictures and videos. Okay. So it's just a very good, feel good pick Mm -hmm. me up. And every once in a while, someone will put a picture of an owl on there, and it is straight up scary every time. Yeah. And I don't even have like an owl, you know, thing specifically. Yeah. But if you're just scrolling through a bunch of adorable cats and dogs, and then you get to like a scary looking owl, it's. It's the, yeah. The juxtaposition is awful. They're terrifying, <laughs> uh, and they move their head all the way around, which yes. freaks me out. Which is like, inherently how? horrifying. Why? You gotta be They're a demon. Only awake at night. <laughs> horrifying. Yeah. They eat things whole. <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> yes. We to add on to my like <laughs> my terror from of owls. Uh, when I was in fourth grade. Uh, this is a true story too. Uh, when I was in fourth grade, we had to like dissect stuff, and yeah. one of it was like an owl, like pellet. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, a, I have found a little bone in there. Uh huh. Like, what is this? It's what? horrifying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like you shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to see bones in something. <laughs> that's something you yeah. know. It ate it up, and then was like, "Don't need this." Yeah. What a horrifying existence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't remember if we ever got to do that, but I'm familiar with that mm-hmm. as a practice mm-hmm. and I've always thought it was kind of insane. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. I don't know. I don't know why. Uh, do you find yourself because a lot of these family tendencies and especially in your, you know, circle up story times, is that did that kind of instill a uh, uh desire to be like a performer kind of storytelling Maybe. and things like that? Yeah, I did like writing as a kid. Like, I loved, loved, loved writing. And I entered in a writing contest and did not win. And was so bitter and some <sighs> stupid 
one kid who wrote a story about a broken wing of a bird, which Ugh. is not original. <laughs> um, you just can't. I have a lot of childhood birds. stuff, apparently. Yeah. And birds, yeah. Um, yeah, so I used to write a lot as a kid. Um, and I think that because I was very shy, too, um, still I'm kind of, but uh, that was like my way of being creative. So, like, I love telling stories and stuff. Um, my grandma will tell you that I was like always looking in mirrors and stuff and like singing. And then when they'd catch me, I'd be like, <laughs> That's <laughs> no, really no, funny. Don't look at me. Uh, but yeah, probably. Probably. Just it, it acting just, that out. Yeah. Yeah. It mm-hmm. seems like if your family is going to facilitate the creation of mm-hmm. things like that, yeah. I think it's probably inherently yeah. a part of it. I think it, they were just completely unaware of what they were doing, even though. It was just funny to me because it wasn't like they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have a creative outlet for you kids. No, sure, They were just course. like, you guys want to tell scary stories? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I want to tell a scary story. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah of course. <laughs> like, yeah. let's give our children a nice yeah. activity. <laughs> let's scare the crap are, out of each other. There are parents like that, and bless their hearts. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, too, like, uh, we... Talking about Resident Evil, like our video, our video game that was also like so. Not only did we watch films, but we watched or we played video games together, and it was usually like one player video games. So we would all crowd around and just like eat popcorn or whatever candy uh-huh. we had, um, and just make it an event. Like it was always just an event. Um, just because like the the games have a very great storyline. <laughs> like they always seem to like I don't know. It's I love watching. A lot of people will skip the like movie portions uh-huh. of games. Cut like, no, Let's oh, watch it. I'm a cutscene yeah. skipper. Are you? I'm not there for a story. I just want to play a game. I love it because um, it gets me invested in like what's happening, what's going on, and why do I need to survive? You know. Um, I think those are the best gamers, and I think that's what most gaming is yeah. geared towards. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I just. I'm too impatient. <laughs> I just like, want to like shoot beat zombies. some other shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played the one game that I played a lot just like on my own at home was Kingdom Hearts. And I would watch right. a lot of those cutscenes because it was just mm-hmm. like little clips of Disney yeah. movies and stuff. Yeah, basically. God, I'm so <laughs> soft. <laughs> uh, I also have a really funny Resident Evil uh, story. Regarding the film, when I was in high school, there was a movie theater that only had two screens in town, Mm -hmm. and we went out as a big group to see a movie, and everyone I was with wanted to see Resident Evil, but I didn't want to. I was a wimp, Mm -hmm. and honestly, I'm proud of myself for, like, you know, sticking up for what I knew I would want and not just, like, going along with everyone, but what I did instead... (laughs) Oh, no. I went to see the other movie, which was iRobot, oh, and boy. I was by myself because <laughs> everyone else went to see Resident Evil. <laughs> and it was like a Friday night, and we had had like a test that week or something like that, so I hadn't gotten any sleep, and I fell asleep during the previews. Oh, no. <laughs> and I woke up, and Will Smith was like taking a shower or something, and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Oh, <laughs> so I had a nice nap and I got out of the movie. Hell yeah. Never was talking to me about Resident Evil and I was just like, yeah, I robot was good too. <laughs> there was a shower scene. Yeah. <laughs> that's how yeah. yeah, that's how averse the- I I grew up uh with horror anyway. <laughs> I, I watched The Ring at a summer camp. And that was a situation where I literally would have had to remove myself from, Mm -hmm. like, everyone together because that was the movie that, like, got settled on to watch. Which, looking back, seems crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. shouldn't someone have been like, maybe not? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) It scared the crap out of me. I still think it's probably the scariest movie I've ever seen. I mean, seven days. (laughs) It's scary. All that stuff with the the fly and the screen and the horse throws itself off the ship. Like, there's just some creepy images totally have you ever experienced anything paranormal Ooh, good question i don't think so mm. i mean who can say yeah um but i don't nothing that i've like noted as well that mm. there's no explanation for that other than something otherworldly 
Yeah. Have you? Um, yes. So because my family is like very religious and stuff, um, I feel like I was just always curious, like, okay, the good side, what about the bad side? Like, mm. why? Why? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I was just very curious. Um, yeah. What it makes and, that owl the devil. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, and I love a good story. So I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to hear what's, what's this deal, you know? Um, sure. And so I think I've like kind of made my spirit kind of like open up to those things. And the older I've gotten, the more I've tried to suppress it because I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't need it in my life. <laughs> like, I don't need any sort of like hint of like, oh, I feel an energy in this room. <laughs> like, I am okay. <laughs> so, but, why, do, why do you think that is? Do you think it's just like you got enough going on yeah, and you don't want to be I'm that person? Like, you know, if there's a ghost in here, can you just like go bother someone else? <laughs> Like, I get it. You have unfinished business, but I don't need this. I got plenty of business on my own, ghost. (laughs) That's very, very Um, funny. But uh, when I was a kid, I remember uh, laying down. And religion was very scary, even. Like, some of the stories, I'm like, what? That is freaky. What do you mean that dude was like murdered on the cross and yes. then like came up three days later. What yeah. do you mean? The the very crux of yeah. Christianity yeah. is freaky. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. Not to mention many other uh, unpleasantries. Yeah. And sure. so I think it was like after watching maybe Halloween or something, I was uh, laying down in the living room and my uncle was living with us. So he had our bedroom and my mom was in her bedroom. And so the living room, like from where I was laying on the couch and my brother was on the other end, um, I could see the hallway, but he couldn't. Uh, and so I was laying down and I was looking in the hallway and then I like kept hearing like a door and I'm like, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing. And then I kept hearing a door again. I was like, it's nothing. And I expected kind of my uncle to walk in the front door. He wasn't there at the time, um, but I expected him to walk in and I was like, okay, well, he's not here where the hell is Bubba? Like, I don't know what's going on. And so I'm laying there, I'm laying there. And then all of a sudden the door opens and like out walks this like dark shadow. Um, and it was like a, it, it was a, like a tall, just like dark, like, like body figure. Um, and then they turn and it's like a, uh, like red eyes. And I'm like, am I imagining this? I just started screaming my eye, like my lungs out. I just started screaming. My mom runs over. She's like, why are you screaming like an idiot for? <laughs> and That's I was like, so because there's a ghost. She's like, you're imagining it. So uh, she turned on the uh, like the light from the fish tank that we had. And she's like, go to bed. And so I just like put the cover over my head and just like went to sleep. But I, that was like the first, like I still see how vivid it is in my mind. And I'm like, was I imagining it? You know, then you start questioning yourself. Oh, yeah, like, of course. Is that a thing that I saw or was it just like my own? Kind of like projection of whatever. Psyche. Yeah. yeah. And so I was young, though. Like, what, what would I have? Why would I have lied? You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that and then I remember we had um, our stepdad, um, his uncle's house was super haunted. And my mom would tell the stories like she would go over there and just sit at their table, their kitchen table. And like when they were hanging out and then she came home with like a bunch of bruises on her legs. <gasps> and she's like, I didn't fall. Nothing happened. Like. It, when I was there, it did feel like something was like, hurting. Hurt, yeah, hitting me. But like, I don't know what it was. Like, there was nothing happening. She had a whole bunch of bruises on her legs. And I'm like, oh my god. And my grandma was like, stay away from there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. I know. Another time we were at church, and um, this was in Hobart, Indiana. And there was this lady that always sat in the back, like always. She had like short blonde hair. I'm sorry if I'm freaking you out. No, no. <laughs> like, I, I, I actually, so I've done a whole episode of the show uh-huh. with uh, my friend Tyler Patterson. Mm-hmm. And he has actually like written a book that is based on his family's entire experiences really? with the paranormal. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like like nothing phases me anymore. Oh, like right, like yeah. I just kind of become like a conduit for stories yeah. and I yeah. just like it's I don't know what to do with it, you yeah. know? Like yeah. obviously there's a bunch of creepy unexplained <laughs> shit going on, yeah. but like I'm sorry if I don't, you know, yeah. if I'm like yep. unresponsive cuz I'm just like uh-huh, I'm <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't. <laughs> don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Go on. I, this is also. I know that there are people who will listen who will like lose their minds, like either like with fear or with like intrigue, yeah. and mm-hmm. hopefully like pull you aside and be like, "Let me tell you yeah. about every story that I have that's like this." You know? Yeah. Well, I was talking. The reason why I thought about talking about horrors because a couple of weeks ago I had a conversation with. um 
with Susan Glenn. Do you know Susan? Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking just about like our experiences and stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Let me talk more about that. I want to talk about that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like when we were at church, um, going back to that story, and mm-hmm. this lady would always sit in the in the back and she had short, I'll never forget what she looked like. She had short, like short, short hair that was very gray and like kind of like stuck out. And she would always wear like a blazer. Um like it was either like a blue or a red blazer. I don't remember. I think it was blue. And then um, she would just like look kind of scary a little bit, just sitting there by herself in the back. And then eventually, um, after like a couple months of us going there, because it would be like uh, the, that church would have a revival, which meant like a week long of like um, uh, uh, special services. Yeah, special services. Um, and so we would go once a month to that to that place. And so after a couple months. I remember she was, my grandma was like, go outside, stay outside, take your um, brother and like just play. And so we, of course, were curious. And so we opened the door and they were like praying for this lady and she threw up black, like something black. And like everybody was around there. So it was like an exorcism that was happening apparently uh, while we were just outside playing, <laughs> like Hobart, Indiana. Oh <laughs> but I just remember God. she was like throwing up black. And I'll never forget like all of these images. It feels, talking about it, it feels like it didn't happen. Sure. Um, and it feels very like, oh my God. It, because I have a, uh, I have like a skill or something at like deflating the import, like the importance of things. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, that didn't mean anything. <laughs> um, Survival. Yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, that was, like, another experience that we had. And I remember feeling like, I hope that whatever that was doesn't get inside of me, Man. you know. Um, but, yeah, just stuff like that and just being scared, scared or feeling like an energy. Um, Did you ever felt. talk to your family about the church incident? Nope. We just <sighs> You just took home. the cue yeah. from Grandma. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, all right, well. We are just going to go home in silence. Uh, the most she told us that it was an exorcism, which that was the only thing. Man. Yeah. As wild. But I remember that lady. And like after that, I I never saw her at any revival. And so. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. was like, uh. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And it was like a stereotypical looking church too. So like a whole bunch of pews and like very tall pointed building. Um, yeah. I tried to look for that church actually recently. Like I'm just like. I wonder if that church still exists, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Whoa. I know. Oh, my God, no. It existed <laughs> at some point. My grandma, I think, actually went to a revival a couple, like, months ago. But. That is, it's yeah. tough, though, when you're faced with things like that. Yeah. Because as with anything, all we have is our own, you know, perception, mm-hmm. our own experiences. Mm-hmm. But it is, it can make you just question everything to have something that's inexplicable you Mm -hmm. know it was like do i how am i perceiving anything if this isn't a reality you know yeah uh how do you think that do you think that you find yourself more or less attracted to like horror stories and film and tv Mm -hmm. and games because you've had those experiences i think so yeah i think it I'm just a curious little bee. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, I just really like learning about that because it's so, it's viewed as, like, very negative, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it just, I'm like, but what is the root of that? You know, like, what is the story behind? Like, there has got to be more to it. Yeah. Um, In that, like. I mean, I want to know where that spiky head lady yeah. came yeah. from and what yeah. happened to her and yeah and like why did she you know why her why she was possessed? Or like, yeah all of these things because you know we do feel a lot of stuff and i feel like maybe okay i'm gonna get into like crazy crazy talk zone right now yes. but i feel like maybe we kind of um suppress those things like i told you like i know that i do right um but like maybe we just kind of turn that off in our brains and we kind of like learn to adapt to like okay this is reality you know yeah um and this is the only thing that I am considering reality and kind of like letting all those like feelings or like, you know, people talk about gut feelings all the time. Sure. Uh, that could be for anything, I think. Like, um, you know, whether it's like I feel something bad is going to happen and then it happens. Yeah. Have you fe- like ever felt that? <laughs> uh, I mean, I told you mm-hmm. uh, on Saturday mm-hmm. that uh, my fiance and I actually lost our wedding venue mm-hmm. about a week and a half before that. Uh, we were trying to do some planning for it, and 
he was getting really, really stressed out, like mm -hmm. extremely anxious. Mm -hmm. And kind of at the peak of that anxiety, he confessed to me. He was like, I just can't see it. I just don't think it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think... I don't I can't see it happening where it's where it's supposed to happen and I, I don't know why mm -hmm. but I can't he was like I don't I don't think it's going to happen and of course from my perspective I mm -hmm. thought he was just like anxious and like his stress was just kind of putting all these like really doubtful thoughts mm -hmm. in his brain but you know in retrospect he was completely right like yeah. I I he couldn't see it because right. it isn't going to happen there. Well, that's what I was saying, like deflating that kind of like, oh, yeah, this isn't. Uh, uh, let me justify why you're feeling that way. Right. Like, I have to explain why you're feeling that way, because there's no way that, you know, there's yeah. no way that, you know, because then that would assume that he has some kind of like supernatural, like um, uh, what's that uh, foresight or something? Yeah. Like, oh, then, you know, then you can tell, you know, yeah. like you're connected to that. I mean, he's told me. He's told me a couple of times during our relationship that something happened that he had a, had already had a dream about, mm -hmm. and and we have you know he he's a he could not be a more like logically minded person. I mm -hmm. truly believe that he's like one of the most logical, reasonable mm -hmm. people. Sometimes to his detriment, because <laughs> if things are illogical, he's just like ah. yeah, but. At the same time, every time something like that happens, he's like, yeah, I don't know, but I've definitely had this dream before. And I'm like, well, that's fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and I can attest to that, too, because I've had dreams where I'm like, oh, man, I feel like this could happen. And then it happens. And I'm like, that's exactly what he said. How? How? Why? And how? And that's what I mean by being curious, because I'm like, there's got to be more out there that we can do. Or like, we're so used to justifying why you're feeling a certain type of way. And so... It kind of gets in the way of, like, letting things kind of happen. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's also kind of like, oh, pushing it, things out to the universe. It's the same kind of idea of, like, you do have a sort of power. Um, it's just, like, learning how to tap into that, which I have not figured out. So if anybody does. <laughs> I don't really feel like uh, I – that's, yeah. like, Shonda Rhimes' whole thing, yeah. right? The power of yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just – this. there's an energy out there that we just kind of push aside. And – but at the same time, it's like in our world every day. Mm -hmm. We just like put a certain filter over it. So like there's so much evil going on. I mean, I don't have to say exactly what's going on, but we know that there's evil going on <laughs> everywhere. It certainly and does. And so it's like, oh, my God, why is it, why? What is driving them to do that? You know, and people are like, oh, well, they had a tough, a tough childhood or like they yeah, had, yeah. you know, like let's try to. Yeah. 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 Or they're just chemically imbalanced or whatever it is but i'm like there's there's some sort of force out there making people make these decisions uh that are cruel and you know uh, that murder people or like what's happening elsewhere <laughs> you know without being so uh direct about you know the current state of our <laughs> world <laughs> real shit fire yeah uh. so it you know it's like yeah, I'm just I, it, I'm so curious about all of that, which is why I like scary movies because it, they just kind of like put it all out there. You know, it's like this is an evil thing, and this is what evil's like. But also, it's like their idea of what evil is, obviously, sure. right? Because they have to sell it to you. But right. Um, but it's just interesting to watch to me. What um, do you think it is about movies specifically? Mm -hmm. You said you like Insidious. Mm -hmm. What is it that that movie attempts to kind of like address or answer that makes you like it so much? Um kind of those same things of like why 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 you know <laughs> why uh and uh, just living with it too because i think they move at one point in the in the film and it follows and they're like why why yeah <laughs> what is it so that just shows it's not like a haunted house and then you move and everything's great you know right. it's like there's this it following them and then you learn it's like you know her husband has had this ghost following him forever and then the ghost woman gets inside of his body and like all this other stuff <laughs> at the end um but and oh also astral travel too yeah that's, that's what it, the movie is about too I mean, oh interesting yeah. okay um but yeah it's like i don't know i just love discover like trying to figure out and go deeper into what that world is like what is it really like you know versus like our idea of what that world is because we immediately label everything right we're like sure. oh good bad that is that and yeah not necessarily not necessarily true um 
we don't we don't know because good could in my opinion could be bad <laughs> like what for sure you know just the way that we accept it so does that make sense it does yeah <laughs> I, of course do you think that being into film and TV making surrounding mm-hmm. these kinds of stories helps you uh get by I guess because that's such a big question you know I that, think it's that helped, big why yeah. is so insurmountable yeah. I think it's taught me if anything to kind of how to deal with fear um because I'm afraid constantly <laughs> uh and it's less of like a like an oh my god this is a scary thing and I can't handle it and I don't know what to do and more of like a how can I just get used to this feeling and how can I still continue to go about my day through it or like not be be afraid but like not let that stop me from doing anything whether that's like oh I'm afraid to go on stage or I'm afraid to you know go down this dark path yeah I was gonna say walk home (laughs) at night yeah yeah. like a couple weeks ago I went I walked from work to IO and I took a, a way that I've never taken and I was like why did I do this? Uh, <laughs> like, I am terrified for my life. And, and not because, like, uh, you know, I'm scared, like, somebody's going to attack me or beat me up or anything. I just didn't know. It was unfamiliar. unfamiliar. And which is the root of, like, fear, right? So it's like, oh, I don't, I'm scared because I don't know. And I think that's why I'm so curious. Oh, my God, I'm discovering this all on my own right now. <laughs> I think I that's why it. I'm so curious because I'm like, I want to know so that I'm not afraid anymore, you know? Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, I think, again, you can look at uh, the, the current state of the world and see that a lot of decisions are fear-based mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and – uh, fear that is based in the unknown. Yeah. And the unfamiliar. So Absolutely. And that's never going to go. It's a human condition, right? Like we're, sure. gonna, we're always going to be afraid, but yeah. like fight or flight. Yeah. <laughs> but like learning to deal with fear, I think has been something that I'm used to doing and like fear of failure. Like now I'm like, yeah, whatever I'll, I'll fail, I guess. Like <laughs> I, have to, I have to, like, so I'm not scared of like things like that, you know? And it's just like, um, I don't know. I guess because I, I like scaring myself. I don't know. Like watching these movies, it, you get used to those feelings of sure. like, anxiety. Um, uh, what was my thought? My train of thought there. There was like a thought. No, that, I don't know. That makes perfect sense to me. And it's funny that I think it probably just proves that I've had <laughs> a decent experience. That I didn't. I didn't want a movie to scare me. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just gonna avoid it. Yeah. And for you, it's like it's like a survival tactic. <laughs> it's yeah. like uh, yeah. if I understand this feeling and push through it. Yeah. It's uh, it's more. It's like a treatment process. Yeah. And I have a lot of family members too that like. It's gonna sound sick. Not like idolize these like horror like uh, icons like um, uh, Leatherface who are <laughs> like has done terrible things but they like that's a you know, Texas Chainsaw yeah massacre. but like my aunt will post a picture of Michael Myers like um, I don't know doing something mundane and be like oh look at it just have a great day everyone <laughs> you that's know so funny yeah. was and, it isn't it like it was the Babadook <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like in via memes became a, a like a gay symbol yeah. <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> that sounds similar yep. and just like look at how cute the Babadook's being in his hat and his jacket exactly because <laughs> if you can it's like, uh, are you familiar with Harry Potter? Uh, vaguely. Okay, so there's a Harry Potter monster, basically, mm-hmm. called a Bogart, mm-hmm. and it takes the form of whatever your greatest fear is. Mm-hmm. So the spell that they're taught to use against it is, uh, they just say, ridiculous, and it makes it into, it like takes the power away from it so one of the examples is that ron weasley is terribly afraid of spiders and when he says ridiculous the giant spider has a bunch of roller skates on. <laughs> amazing yeah it's like so funny and creative and it is like 
But I mean that and that's like kind of a minor villain and like fear mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. where the books and movies are concerned. But the main, you know, villain, the, the scariest parts of those books outside of like Voldemort is the Death Eaters. And they mm-hmm. literally just like suck darkness, you know, like or they suck joy and like love out of everything. And that is terrifying that is so scary and i think there's and that like the first time harry ever meets one the first thing someone gives him when they find out because he's like still very depressed and dark is like they just give him some chocolate and they're like this makes this helps like it makes you feel better and it's just like these little simple explorations of like fear and uh, it really kind of teaches you about, like, the human experience through yeah. the fantastical. Yeah. And, like, with scary movies, too, they're so – they're actually kind of funny um, in their own way. Um, and, and that being because, like, it, it's all perception of what you think is scary, right? It's like – Absolutely. It's like, okay, sure, this man in a scary mask or person in a scary mask, like – you're going around killing people with a knife? I'd laugh. Like, I always think right. about, like, okay, if somebody was trying to attack me, what would I do? And I'd probably, like, freak out and act like I was, like, screaming in their face or something. Or be like, man, I don't have any money. Like, <laughs> I'm overdrawn in my account. Like, <laughs> I'm always, like, trying to think of, like, ways I would combat that so that uh-huh. I would gain the power. What's your ridiculous? Huh? It's what's your ridiculous Exactly. Exactly. Spell. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah. Uh I mean, I feel like that's that's a good comeback to just be like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, no I used to expecting think, that. I used to think too, like if a, uh, there was a killer chasing me, or a uh, or if I was like trying to get somebody was trying to rob me or something, I'd be like, Tom, is that you? <laughs> no, you know Marty, right? <laughs> that's so good. Uh, Again, and, taking yeah. the yeah. unknown and making it the known, <laughs> yeah. even just. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. To fuck it up a little. Yeah. That's very funny. Yeah. Uh, are there any other... Um, I think it was really interesting to unpack, like, Resident Evil yeah. specifically because <laughs> I think it's really different to be that mm-hmm. uh, entrenched in something. You mm-hmm. know, you're participating. Yeah. And it's not just watching it from the outside. Right. Are there other... Um, things that you've kind of like watched or done or read that have kind of mm-hmm. had that effect on you where you find yourself yeah i mean more video games yeah <laughs> like silent hill was another oh. one too and the, the movies are uh, better than resident evil um in my opinion but still kind of like the storyline in the video game is so much better <laughs> um but people love dressing <laughs> up as silent hill characters for um like comic cons and oh, stuff really? Yeah, I've, uh, I've I've like performed at or like sold stuff mm-hmm. at cons with uh, with the Nerdlogs and Cards Against Humanity over the years, and people will dress up as like, isn't there one where pe- there's like nurses? Yep, it's so scary. Yeah, it's it is so terrifying. scary, and because people will do it very loyally. Yeah, and so you'll just see someone walking around in like big bloody bandages yeah. who looks like a nurse yeah and that's the only way i know what those Which games is are so funny to me because not funny but like funny and weird because um like you think about what a nurse is it's taking care of somebody and then all of a sudden like they become this the anti of that right the the opposite of that sure in, in these video games are like you know even if you think about an abandoned hospital the first thing you think of is like <gasps> terror yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure like yeah that's really interesting yeah I never like thought- why why is it that that reverses for them um maybe they like were the source of torture or whatever it may have been um but there's got to be like another story like why them what do they know that we don't know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's just got yeah. you rethinking every I, hospital and nurse experience. <laughs> absolutely. Um, uh, but yeah, so Silent Hill was a huge one. And that was very scary. Like, I remember playing that game. Oh, my God. What a crazy kid I am or was. <laughs> um, but like, I remember playing that game and then we played all day and we were so hungry we didn't eat. And my, uh, my stepdad had made like steaks or something and we... We all like ate those steaks to the bone and we're like, are we becoming zombies now? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but yeah, that game was so fun to play. Um, and then we got into like when we got older, like uh, what was it called? Max Payne, which mm. was like 
he had a family issue and he would have all these like flashbacks and like visions of stuff like evil weird things happening like murders and stuff um so psychological loved, kind yeah. of stuff and which i think comes from like i love nancy drew as a kid um my aunt my grandmother's sister so my great aunt um owned like a thrift store and she would have like a, bu- a book section and they're like a quarter at the time yes and so she had all of the nancy drews and i was like bing 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 that's <laughs> so awesome i used to take those um uh lois duncan do you know that author she had i forget i think the name of the one that i liked was whispers in the dark um but she wrote the book that was i know what you did last summer oh that's where the film came from gotcha Um, but her daughter was like murdered in 1989 jesus christ she was like a young adult uh like horror thriller writer yeah that's crazy yeah but all of her books were so good (laughs) And I was like, ooh, this is scary. Like, um, even now, like in my purse right now is a book called uh, In in the Dark, Dark Woods or something. (laughs) Oh, In a Dark, Dark Wood by Ruth Ware is what I'm reading right now. (laughs) And I learned that I just like thrillers. I like thrillers and autobiographies. Um, That's my, those are my genres of books. (laughs) That's really funny uh, because I feel like, I feel like that tracks though, based on what you're saying, because it's either like you're trying to figure out the truth behind someone's yeah. experience mm-hmm. and or, you know, exploring the psychological horror side of things that don't have as much of an answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also feel like, again, my reading habits are kind of the opposite of that because I read so much young adult fiction (laughs) and it's just escapism like they're Mm -hmm. just light and nice and i enjoy it yeah i mean don't get me wrong like one of my favorite movies to watch is devil wears prada (laughs) but you still got the devil in there (laughs) gosh darn it Yeah, you know, well, what's driving Meryl Streep to even say like, and do all those horrible things? Even like the other ones, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind that I love. Yes, and that's like, another like pretty dark movie. Yeah, like, I love that so movie. Sweet. That yeah. movie's fantastic, though. Yeah. I mean, both those movies are great. You yeah. have good taste. <laughs> yeah. so good. But that is very funny that you're like, oh, I do like some things that aren't involved in <laughs> Devil. <laughs> yeah, it's all, I've mostly found myself reading either young adult or nonfiction, like just with not much of an (laughs) in-between yeah i like i like i said i liked auto i like autobiographies because it feels like i'm having a conversation with the person i like that yeah like uh rachel dratch's book oh i haven't read Mm -hmm. hers yet i've heard it's very good yeah she's great because she does a good job at like like it feels like you're talking to her but Mm -hmm. but it also feels like she's like okay i'm gonna go deep here but i'm just gonna skim the top of this because I don't want to get into it right now. And yeah, I'm like, you don't have to. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas, like some of the other ones are like, I don't know what to say. So my friends are gonna write love. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love. I mean, I love them so much, but yeah. I know exactly <laughs> yeah. what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Do you have friends who you talk to about horror a lot? Um, I guess not as mu- not horror as much as like. The unknown. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, paranormal, you mm-hmm. might find yourself getting into a conversation about that. Yeah. I, my friend, uh, Monica, we're always talking about, like, uh, random things. <laughs> uh, but one of them being, like, what do you think about the other side? And, like, what, you know, what happens when we die? And, like, all the, you know, the classic, like, sure. conversation about it. Um, but I think we've both had experiences, like, we when we feel something, we're both like, do you feel that? I feel that. Wow. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, which is really cool that we both have those, like, tendencies, you know. Yeah. Um, it has to feel way less alienating as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And because she loves to, like, she's an open book. So she, like, loves to, like, let everything in. But with that with that vulnerability comes, like, things you don't want. You of know? course. Um, so, so she's not suppressing it as yeah. much as you are. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's and I think the only reason I do is because I, I feel like, like I remember one time I was talking to my friend and we it was like her last night in Chicago she was moving to the west coast and um 
I was like, I feel weird. Like, I feel really weird, but maybe it's just me. And we're sitting having drinks, and I'm like, I'm feeling really hot. And I'm like, oh, well, you did just have two cocktails. <laughs> like, maybe that's it, you know? And then um, a relative had passed away, like, a couple years before that. And I remember, like, feeling this energy. And then I remember, like, talking through, like, hey, did this person ever say this to you? And, like, she was like, crying (laughs) yeah and it wasn't anything that like i don't know if it was like you know it me trying to justify it right so like oh it was just like the heat of the moment and like maybe it was like got close to it but not not, wasn't quite what they said you know like how psychics are like general generalizing like oh do you have a relative yeah (laughs) i do um but i guess i said something something with potatoes (laughs) exactly but i guess i said something that like struck a chord with her and she was like um what (laughs) and then i like said something i was like and he wants you to know like that everything is going to be okay kind of thing um if you're having any doubts or blah 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 and she just like started bawling <gasps> and i that was the night that i was like no i need to suppress this right. because i don't know what that can open up and i don't know for me or like for anybody who's like dealing with stuff like wow. what that means yeah that is wild yeah and i've felt it a couple times too like weird things always happen like um one of my friends passed away a couple years ago and i still i see something that reminds me of him often mm. and i'm like is that no right. <laughs> there's no way that right. that is what that is so <sighs> yeah but <laughs> i can see why i mean if i were in your position i don't even like watching mm-hmm. scary movies yeah. let alone like yeah. feeling like i'm experiencing mm-hmm. the fodder inside of yeah. them I, it, again it's that curiosity curiosity killed Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Do you feel like there's anything in this conversation that you would be remiss to not mention? Um, I guess Halloween. <laughs> like, the the like the actual holiday. The day. Yeah. You like Yeah, love Halloween. Uh love dressing up as all my life I've been a zombie like since I was a little kid. I think there's a picture of me from second grade with um my my stepdad used to do like special effects type of makeup. Yes. And so he would do that on my face and um uh I look so terrifying. That's I mean, yeah. especially little kids in scary costumes. Yeah. Is really creepy. Yeah. And I'm, you know, short now, so imagine how little You're me. Just is a like, tiny little zombie. <laughs> and my mom teased my hair, so it was like this huge thing. Wow. Um, I wish I could find the picture. I know I have it somewhere. Um, but I was scary looking, and my brother was a werewolf, and he <laughs> he had, like, glued the mask to him. Right. Um, and, like, put hair on him. So my brother had pretty long, curly hair, but because they glued the hair on, they had to shave it all <gasps> off once we were out of that costume. Whoa. That was the most epic Halloween that we've ever had. That's Second grade. intense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your yeah. little brother was, like, a kindergartner? Yeah. Oh my god. He was so cute though. That he was like a little amazing. werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you find pics, I gotta see yeah, him. I'll I'll send it. But I think there's there were like a couple years where I wasn't a zombie, but even up into my adult life, I've always been like businesswoman zombie. <laughs> or like or what was I uh last year? I don't even remember. It's like, Anything I've been though has been like zombie attached to it. I think one year it was Facebook and then I was like zombie. <laughs> Facebook zombie. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like your own personal, you know, sexy nurse, sexy yeah. policeman. Yeah. You're just have zombie to be nurse, a zombie, zombie policeman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and you know that comes from like loving Night of the Living Dead and like the original. That movie's great. The original, but also the 1990 version. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, I've never seen the 90 one. I, I watched yeah. uh, the first one in like I took an elective film class in college, mm-hmm. and I went in kind of being like, how you know what is this really gonna mm-hmm. offer me but it like you know it changed the game yeah it's it basically you know started the era of movies being made like that mm-hmm. and did so very well yeah. uh, they're coming to get you barbara <laughs> I love yes uh, are they coming or they're going to get you yeah they're coming to get you barbara. i think uh, yeah I yeah think you had right. <laughs> <laughs> nice Good well times. i'm glad that we got to yeah. <laughs> glad zombie we forever got to discover your penchant for <laughs> all zombie halloween costumes yes <laughs> well do you how do you feel like your love of horror has influenced you creatively 
and if you can speak to kind of how it has yeah. in general. I think I like to go kind of dark or <laughs> especially in comedy where I'm like, I just, I like the rough edged characters, like the rugged, like, I'm a creepo. <laughs> I love it. Everyone, I think <laughs> one of my friends, I think it's Damon, is like, well, there's a point where Yasmin's going to be a creepy old man in a scene. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, so just like affecting it in that way of like not being afraid to go dark. Sure. You know, because um, I think it's interesting. I think it's so interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that and having the like kind of melodrama of it all of like the exaggerated like running and screaming and being very over the top sure uh, also had an effect on me sure um yeah how do you feel about horror comedies like um well you know we have the parodies of our youth like oh, scary movie yeah but also even like Shaun of the Dead that kind of so stuff so Shaun of the Dead oh my I can't believe I didn't mention Shaun of the there Dead it's like one of my go. favorite movies I'm glad we got there that's <laughs> mainly because I love British like anything <laughs> it sounds like yeah. the perfect storm then <laughs> if you're if you're like an anglophile it, and yeah. you like horror it's come on so funny I love it I love it it's like my if I were to ever be in a movie and they're like, you can only be in one movie in your entire life, it would be Shaun of the Dead. That's <laughs> like, awesome. Uh, I just, it's so great. I love Simon Pegg. I also love, 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 love. So I love mockumentaries because, of, you know, thank you, Office, yes. for starting the whole thing. Um, yes. But uh, What We Do in the Shadows. I was going to, that was my I next I am one. obsessed with that of movie. Of course you like those movies. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Like horror and comedy. Come on. Like, it you is were, perfect. What's the second Edgar Wright one? The cop one? Hot Fuzz? Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah. That's like, it gets, it's kind of horror. It's mm-hmm. not as much horror, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I did... I did not watch Walking Dead, though, which I know may surprise people, but I did that not watch. That is surprising for how yeah. much you like zombies. I do love zombies, but I didn't watch it. And the main reason for that is, like, I like to watch things kind of, like, in <laughs> Like, I like to binge things. Sure. Um, because I like that it feels like a never-ending movie. Yeah, it's like yeah. sitting down and watching exactly. your siblings play Resident Evil. Exactly. Yeah. But I also don't like when it's, like, it doesn't feel like... Like, do you like it? You know, do, do you like, do you understand zombies? <laughs> you know? oh. Like versus like it being this like kind of like fan yes. thing. Like it's more like. Where people I, kind of question how much you like it or. Yeah. Is that what you're getting at? Well, that and just like it being popular, oh. you know, like I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. You That's know? funny. But I also don't like to like listen to other people's opinions. Like when someone's like, yeah, I want to watch this movie. Oh, you should watch this thing. And I'm like, well. Me and my roommate talked I'll about it. We're, we're both like, it. yeah, I don't know if we will now. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely you know, it's wildly popular, and there's so much of it at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you'll get you know laid up with sickness or something, yeah. and just be like, all right, it's time. <laughs> we're starting The Walking Dead because <laughs> yeah. they have a whole spinoff show now too. Mm-hmm. Fear the Walking Dead. Ooh. There's that fear again. Fear, 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 fear. Yeah, that's the big thing. Fear. That's like what drives, I guess, what drives me to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, thank you, horror films. <laughs> I think it's going to drive you to, you know, trying to make a Shaun of the Dead type project. I, based on what you said. Oh my, I don't know why I haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the annoyance is yeah. always looking for yeah. programming. <laughs> I was, I did uh, this past uh, October. I played Mary Shelley. Yes, in, like, a, I. That was uh, in a show. like Mark Walsh. Yeah, Mark in that Walsh. Show. Yeah, he wrote it with Maureen Monahan. Uh, yeah, it was great. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I knew. I was. I never saw it, but I was aware, and <laughs> I wouldn't have known that you got to play Mary Shelley. Yeah, it was called "You're a Good Man, Mary Shelley." Yeah. That's very funny. <laughs> so you're you're you know in the outskirts of those you're getting just there. Gonna yeah. have to champion your own totally, or you know come up with a burlesque is more character that's like. Well, <laughs> oh my god! So my character was the boogie woman. Yes, it was the the boogie woman who was just like uh, haunting um, this lawmaker who I'm. I'm doing a new character so I can talk about it. But uh, okay, <laughs> uh, it was this boogie woman who was haunting a lawmaker who like 
was the reason why she died. Oh. Um, and now she's back to collect his soul. And I did the dance to the um, the Boogeyman song from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Which is another, like, a childhood Oogie film. Boogie. Yeah, the Oogie yes. Boogie song. Um, which is another childhood, like, kind of freaky film that we loved. Of course. <laughs> Again, it seems yeah. like it just scratches exactly. all those itches. Exactly. Um, so I did it because without the lyrics to that song, it's very, like, burlesque sounding and very yes, sexy. Yes, it is mm-hmm. very, very, like, jazzy, horns. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad that you didn't dance to it with the <laughs> vocals. <laughs> Even though I know all the lyrics to that song. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you you mentioned that specifically at the top too that the music is part of mm-hmm. what you love so much about this stuff. Yeah. So if, it seems like you are really into the idea of kind of like uh, curating the the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it all is, right? Like again, you're creating, you're kind of creating all of these like ideas in your own head with things, and so all of that is just like outside factors, environmental factors that really put the cherry on the top that makes so much sense yeah thank you so much for doing this no problem so fun it's been a joy (laughs) to talk to you i love you and i mean that oh oh my god i'm gonna cry (laughs) 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 well i'm gonna go cry now i'm scared of crying This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.